Hello and welcome everybody. How do you do? Bonjour, hola, etc, etc. Lovely to see you beautiful people. Thank you so much for tuning into this, the first episode of my new podcast, Confessions of a Basic Bitch. I'm Neve Davies, your host, and there are lots of things that I simply don't understand. From dishwashers to tax to mitochondria to why the fuck everyone is so obsessed with coupons... I have absolutely no idea what I'm doing. So, let's get into it, shall we? Now then, before we start, I must warn you, there are three ways you will leave this podcast feeling. You will either be like my mum and be astounded by my ignorance, or you will go away questioning everything you ever thought and ever knew about life, the world, society, your family, your friends, everything, absolutely bloody everything. Or you might not be either of those and just enjoy it without having an existential crisis. Crikey, that's hard to say, isn't it? God, I never realised. Anyway, um, if that is you, well done you. You have achieved mental stability. I'm sure you exercise regularly too and eat well, get all of your vitamins and always wear sun cream. So, you know, well done. Well done you. Give yourself a pat on the back, a little clap, you know, do a lap of excitement round your house. Anyway, let's move on quickly before the rest of us start crying. So then, um, lovely ladies and gents, as this is the first episode, I am going to start by telling you the format of the podcast, which I'm not going to lie, I literally came up with about an hour ago, so fingers crossed it works. Um, So it's basically, I'm going to start with confessions of the most confusing, confusing moments, so that's the confusing moments that I've had that confuse me, um, lots of confusing in there, um, this week, the, so the most confusing, confusing moments I've had this week, um, Christ, that wasn't very streamlined, was it? Anyway, then something, then I'll be confessing something adult that I, I don't understand at all, then my favourite part, and probably will be yours as well, confessing that my family are psychopaths, and when I was writing this down this summer, I realised that psychopaths is fucking difficult to spell, so it's going to be confessing my family's are psychopaths, which is really hard to spell, and then finally, um, the final part of the podcast will be my confessions of something what I know but won't ever be able to use, so like we said before, something about mitochondria. You know, I know, mitochondria, powerhouse of the cell. Never going to use that at all. Never in my life will I use that, because I will never be a scientist. I will never be asked to quote that or anything in an interview. So, here you go, just a little taste of that, of something what I know, but won't ever be able to use. Now then, let's really get into the podcast um because if you've stayed with me this far past all of the initial admin the boring stuff you are going to really like it i hope so anyway um so let's start off with the first basic bitch confession of the show which is the most confusing confusing moments i've had this week let's just take a moment to appreciate that singing for a second okay let's take a moment Okay, that's enough. Let's move on. Let's forget that 
horror rather quickly. So if you are listening in the future, this week spanned from the uh, the 16th, I think it was, to the 22nd of November. And um, I learned one confusing thing this week. Now, to put it as being learnt is um, not particularly correct because I am still thoroughly confused about it. And it's that things taste different. Some things that I didn't really think about taste different depending on where they're from. And, I mean, as I'm saying this now, um, it seems really obvious, but I'd never really thought about it before. And when I started to think about it, I couldn't really stop because it really freaked me out. Um... So I'll set the scene for you all, darlings. I So I had this confusion when I was in school this week. Um, I'm in year 12 and uh, at school, you know, school where everyone has to go just because they they do and anyway I got I got a hot chocolate from the little the little cafe thingy that they have at school and it's run by this lovely lady called Sue shout out to Sue if she's listening and they have these hot chocolates which I'd seen other people with before but I hadn't got one um and they have like whipped cream and marshmallows and chocolate buttons and different types of fudge on them and so this is where I got confused I I ordered one from Sue and she gave me the hot chocolate and she was like explaining it to me and she said there are two different types of fudge on here Cornish fudge and Irish fudge and I didn't know that fudge tastes different depending on where it's from like why why does it taste different do they make it different and how can you make fudge different like I swear it's just like sugar a bit of butter and milk like, is it that they're putting more sugar in? Or is it, like, a different type of milk? But, like, how can milk be that different? Because they're just cows from different regions. Like, they're they're still just eating grass, surely. They're, nobody's feeding cows, like, chocolate cake or whatever. Because they'd probably just be sick. So that, I just, I don't understand how it can be different. And it made me think, right, like, are there other things that taste different depending on where they're from? Because, like, wine tastes different, doesn't it? I mean, I don't drink wine. I'm not a huge fan, to be honest. I wouldn't set up a fan club for wine, but nor would I set up a hate group. You know, I'm kind of in the middle ground, have no strong appeal, opinions on it. Um, either here or there. But, like, because wine does taste different. And... Um, because you can get French wine and like, I did, uh, is it New, New Zealand wine? You can get New Zealand wine, wine I think. And to be honest, that's where my knowledge stops. I don't really know where else you can get wine from. But like, how is that different? Is it different types of grapes? Is it made differently? But like, who, why, why does it taste differently? Because we, it's the same thing, but made a different way. Why it's like somebody played Chinese whispers with the recipe for fudge and wine a hundred years ago across the different countries, um. But it's also like, like so Haribo for example, there are different types of Haribo in different countries too. Like we have shit Haribo in the UK. In Europe, they have Smurf Haribo and Crocodile Haribo and like foamy Haribos, and it's just generally better Haribo than we have. Wow, I said Haribo a lot of times then. So, I and I love Haribo, so this is a direct call to Haribo to get more versions of Haribo in the UK because 
I'm just bored of Starburst and Tang Fastics. And also, they need to really just clear up um, the recipe for stuff like fudge and wine. Like, stop making it taste different. Just find one that's really, really nice and just keep that one. Because otherwise, it's just confusing for everyone. Now let's move on to something adult that I don't understand. My confession this week about um, something adult that I don't understand is that I have no idea how dishwashers work. Like, I get that they use hot water to wash the dishes and, like, get rid of the germs and stuff, but I don't understand several things about them. The first thing that I don't understand is, why does it matter how you load the dishwasher? Several times have I seen one of my parents reload the dishwasher after me or my brother have loaded it because we haven't done it right. And then they always either very vaguely explain why it isn't right, like, oh, you did not put the generic bit of china in the right bit, like, which china, which bit is the right bit, what happens if they're not in the right bit, why does it matter, or are you just a perfectionist, how do you know what is the right bit? Who taught you that? Is somebody going to teach me that? Is it not just the big corporations telling me which bit is the right bit for China? What will happen? Will the China break? Will we, Will it not be clean? Will we all die from food poisoning? Or, or it's either that or it's overly explained to me using like really technical language like if you put the silicone venter spaghetti utensil in that particular position there is not enough mobility for the spinning blade and the th or ozy247 chemicals to be eradicated from the surfaces by the molecules of the rotating food eradicator come not properly assist this process by reaching full capacitor. Like, why hasn't somebody created a dishwasher with labels which tells you where everything has to go? That would just make it so much easier. And they could earn millions. Oh, maybe I'll do that. That's quite a good idea. Nobody steal that idea, okay? Also, another thing with dishwashers is once, a couple of weeks ago, right, I had to put one on for my mum, put a load on for my mum because she was out or something. And I had to put the little capsule thing in, which really did confuse me because the capsule has like a really thin plastic wrapper on the outside because it comes in a big wrapper and then a, like a what looks like a plastic wrapper on the outside. Initially, I took it off and my mum said, no, you have to keep it on. That's how it works. And... Oh, that really confused me because how does the stuff from inside the capsule get out of the plastic covery thingy? Surely it just stays in there and can't get out of the out of the plastic and doesn't clean the dishes with all the all the soap. Or just the water gets so hot that it melts the plastic. But surely it can't get that hot because when you take the dishes out, they're not like scorching, scorching hot. Admittedly there's a bit of steam, but Plastic takes quite a lot to melt, so it must be really, really hot. Surely we're not pumping a thousand degree water in there. Surely that's not how it works. It can't melt that easily. Um, and so if you work for um one of the companies, oh fuck, I can't remember what they're called. I want to say fairy, but I feel like that's washing up pods. 
which we'll come on to another time because, oh, no fucking idea what's going on there. I can't really remember what the companies are called, but if you work for one of the companies um, and that make those um, capsule thingies and you can tell me how it works, please do email and I'll share it on the next podcast because now I am genuinely curious. Also, if there's some sort of booklet or a manual or something on how to load a dishwasher because I feel like now I've said it, it's not very organic for me to just go and google it because it just doesn't really in keep with the process of the podcast you know we're learning together here guys we're learning together so if you if you know any of those things if you know how to load the dishwasher and if you work for one of those companies please do email in so that we can all learn together and this can be a real learning process my next confession my family are psychopaths which is really hard to spell the other day i was watching tv right with my mum and she was sitting in the middle of the sofa and I was on the left it's not a massive sofa but it's just a normal kind of three person sofa and and there are little we have two little tray tables on the left hand side and the right hand side and I was on the left hand side and I had my legs up on a little on a little stool bougie I know I am pampering myself um and so so we have these tray tapers on either side which you know my mum had full access to before we start the story just so that you're aware there was full access to both side tables so my mum we were watching tv right and my mum had some tea she made herself a cup of tea which was piping hot because it just come out the kettle you know that's how you make tea and she couldn't really drink it which you know is fine I don't have a problem with that at all because having a burnt tongue is the worst thing in the world you know bar from racism trump genocide etc other than that worst thing in the world because you can't eat anything with any joy for like a week afterwards because it feels like lava has literally crusted over your tongue i don't know if anybody else gets this but i feel like it can't just be me if it is email in another thing that's hard to spell though tongue i'm sure you'll find this when you're writing your emails tongue no idea what to spell i'm reading at the moment off of a sheet with all the ideas like it's in little bullet points of what i'm going to talk about and tongue red line under it every single time no idea what to spell not no idea how to spell it what to spell that didn't make any sense considering i took english language for a level so i might have to um reconsider there because i also wrote considering and spelt it wrong so, just so that you're all aware, tongue, tricky to spell. So, you might need to get out the old dictionary there when you're emailing in. Anyway, um, so, also when you drink something hot, it, it burns, doesn't it? It burns when you drink it. It's the worst thing. It's also the same with, like, food. When you're drinking or eating it, as it goes down, it's like, oh, it's lovely, it's lovely. When it goes in your mouth and then it's way too hot and then it goes down your throat and it burns and it burns your stomach and it makes you coil up like a little baby, like a little fetus, you know, where you put your arms around your knees because it's, it's such huge pain. You know, my mum makes a lovely Thai green curry and I absolutely love it, but I always eat it too quickly and it's 
boiling hot always for some reason. I don't know why. I don't know why it's boiling hot, but it just always is. I've just accepted that now. But I always eat it too quickly and it's always too hot and it burns my stomach as it goes down. And then I don't eat nice stuff for a week because nothing tastes nice. It's still nice stuff, but it just doesn't taste nice. Anyway, God, I really went off track there, didn't I? Anyway, back to my mum. I was fine with her not pouring this molten lava tea down her throat because that would have you know if I'd made her do that that would have just been me but what I was also not fine with was the fact that um rather than putting it on a tray table which we've already established she had full access to so she could have done that like a sensible normal person you know thinking about the safety of others around her particularly her children and rather than putting it on a tray table um, she decided to put it on the floor like a fucking psychopath. So she put this scalding hot tea on the floor right by my feet. So I had my feet up. She put it right by my feet. So had I stood up during an ad break or something and not seen said cup of tea, I would have put my lovely little foot right in the scalding hot tea, right in it, right right would have planted it in it and when i say that um she doesn't abide by health and safety regulations i'm not doing that to be you know a bit pedantic this is an actual danger in our house she just doesn't seem to think that that isn't a good idea like and then she has the cheek to say, when I say, why the fuck have you put that there, you utter psychopath, she says, well, you didn't make the tray table readily available for me. That is a direct quote. I write it down on my phone afterwards because I thought that was the most insane thing she had said that day. And that puts into perspective some of the other insane things that she says. Like, what am I supposed to do for you? What do you expect? Am I supposed to put caution tape around a tray saying, beware, this table is only for my mum's use. It is not for everyone's use. It is reserved for her hot tea rather than the floor. Equally, she could have just left it on the side. Why didn't she just leave it on the side for it to cool down? Or hold it because she didn't have to put it all over her face she could just hold it by the handle and if that was a bit hot put like a jumper around it or something not a jumper a tea towel or something around it so that she could hold it rather than just putting it right on the floor next to my feet and yes i am the oldest child so these things do annoy me the most um, more than anybody in my family because my brother is seen as an angel and everybody in my house does not seem to um, have any regard for health and safety. Um, so if you are also the oldest child in your house and you seem to have to lecture everybody on health and safety constantly, please do let me know because I think it would be good to build a community of um, oldest siblings from this podcast. And now, my final confession. Stuff what I know but I will never be able to use. Seeing as we um, talked about science in the introduction of this podcast episode number one, why don't we carry on this theme? Um, anybody who has done GCSE signs, which is probably everyone, I don't know why I needed to specify that, 
or well actually maybe whatever it was called before GCSEs I think it was O levels or something like that because I think my mum did O levels but I don't really know whether that was whether there was one in between or something but yeah anything like that or maybe I'm mixing up my qualifications or if you're in a different country I know Scotland they call it different things anyway whatever you did your high school science I feel like you will know that everything you learn in science is utterly irrelevant to your life unless you're going to be a scientist now there are a few exceptions to the rules but they're still not particularly helpful. When I was thinking of this, I thought, what could, what could be an exception to the rule then? And I, I remember very clearly learning in year 10 chemistry. So when I was about 14, we learned about catalytic converters. Now, I still don't really know what they are because I was never very good at science, but I very clearly remember that being told that catalytic converters are extremely valuable. Um, and I think it was because they had platinum, platinum in them or something, like to dilute the bad stuff that comes out of the car, like the, you know, the petrol or the fumes or something. I have no idea um, any more than that. I was never very good at science or maths, much better at history and English, um, although the tongue... Um, misspelling may argue otherwise yes so stealing a catalytic converter I remember was one of the useful things if you're in it ever in a tight spot financially I remember that you could steal a catalytic converter and get a lot of money from it which I never really considered but could be slightly useful if you really really wanted to this is not an invitation to go and steal a catalytic converter though may i just be very clear um to any detective that is listening to this as evidence in a uh, a court case or anything like that um i just want to be very clear that this is not an invitation to anybody to go and steal a catalytic converter. I don't even know if they still have platinum on them. To be honest, most of the things we watched, most of the videos in science, were from about 1985. So, yeah, they were pretty shit. And I don't think they, I don't even know if they still have platinum in them. So, just to be clear, officer, I do not condemn nor encourage this sort of stealing behaviour. Um, moving on, anyway, another thing that I learnt, um, but I think I, I won't be ever be able to use in my life in science, was about mitochondria. Now, anyone who has done their GCSEs in the past couple of years will know that mitochondria is the powerhouse of the cell because of that meme that went around. Now, don't email in being a dick saying that you did your GCSEs 10 years ago and you still know it from that meme because we all know that that's not true and you're just doing it to try and be down with the kids with their science exams, you know, because we're super cool. Um, but yes, I remember learning that, that mitochondria was the powerhouse of the cell. But to be honest, I don't really know anything else about mitochondria. What do they do? No idea. What cells are they in? 
not a clue. Is it human, animal, plant? Are they the same? I don't know. I don't know anything else about cells. Um, I know for a fact that if my biology teacher from um, secondary school is listening, um, she will be banging her head against the table. So, hello, doctor. Dr. Evans, that was. I didn't know quite whether to expose your identity, but well, there you are. You're a great teacher, though. I just don't really remember any of it. Anyway, I still did quite well in my GCSEs, so you can take that for advantage. Anybody who's looking to hire Dr. Evans, she was a great teacher. Um, yep, I'll move on from that now before I um get in a law case. Um, anyway, I would. So the whole thing of this is that. I will never be able to use this knowledge. And I learned that in school. You're supposed to be able to learn to use stuff that you learn in school in the real world. I feel like that should be the point of it. But I will never use this knowledge because even if I was in a tight spot financially, I probably wouldn't even be able to steal a catalytic converter because they're like lodged right under cars. And I don't particularly think I would want to go under a car. And also I'm the least sneaky person in the world. So I would never be able to get away with it because also you can't run down the street with a catalytic converter in your hand. Somebody's going to stop you or say something. I don't know. I feel like somebody must... Um, stop somebody who's running down the street with a massive catalytic converter. To be honest, I don't even know what they look like, so that's just a guess that they're big. No idea. Also, nobody in the history of time has ever been seriously asked about mitochondria and their performance within the cell. Unless they're like a scientist or doctor, and my five in maths GCSEs says no, no, no to those career paths straight away. There's no way I'm ever going into that. Nobody would ever be asked that, so it's completely useless knowledge. It is, as the title suggests, stuff what I know but will never be able to use. That's the end of my confessions. I hope you enjoyed them this week as much as I enjoyed venting to you. Be sure to email the email address confessions of the basic btch at gmail.com with all your correspondence and I'll see you again next time.